0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Today, we're talking about your infrastructure for content creators, specifically how to create a content distribution process. Check it out.
1: In a world where advertising is ignored, business is exposed, and the only constant is change. How do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer.
0: Hey, 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 welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Burkmeyer, your personal marketing coach. And I believe that building a brand that matters is the only way for a business to thrive tomorrow. I appreciate you guys being here. Today, we're talking about how to create a content distribution process. Specifically, how do we make it easier for content creators to work through their day, to get the job done, and to spend less time doing the things that they aren't great at, the things that aren't their specialty. That's what we're talking about today, and if you'd like to refer back to any of the specific lessons from today's episode, go to brandsonbrands.com forward slash 136, 136, for the full blog and downloadable resources. Now, I also help people develop their personal brands, and if you'd like me to work with you to audit your podcast, to work on your content repurposing system. I can help you do that. Just go to brandsonbrands.com forward slash coach and set up a time to talk to me, and we can see if there's a way we can work together, or I can just give you some great ideas to move forward in your business and your content creation process. Now, let's jump into the show. Brands on brands. How to create a content distribution process. Our goal here again is to make it easier for you to consistently distribute your content across more channels by building infrastructure into your content creation approach. So, the reason that I want to talk to you guys about this today is that there's a lot of people who aren't consistently distributing content. And I think the reason that that's happening is because it's a lot of work, it's time consuming. How many of us can do? 10 people's jobs all at once. That's what we're asking content creators to do who are also running businesses. They simply don't have time. The only way to make it work is to build the infrastructure to handle that work. So what does that mean? It means you got to look internally and see what are the things I need to set up to be successful. And I like to group this into three buckets. I call this my rules, tools, and pools. Rules being the rules and the scope of work, the steps you need to set up in your, in your business, the systems, if you will. Tools are the actual resources you're going to use to get your job done easier. It might be technology or applications. It might be a, a special shortcut or a program that you're using. What are the things that you're using in your business to get work done? And then pools is, re- is referring to pools of talent. Obviously, you need people in your business To move things along, because some tasks simply require manual actions to get things done. Many of the tasks can become huge distractions, but other people might be able to do jobs that you shouldn't be doing because they're not your zone of expertise, or they're just a low cost job, low value job that you should be spending your time on something else. So, we're gonna be talking about that today rules, tools, and pools. And we'll go into this one at a time. And uh, as you guys go through, Uh, and you have things that you like, make sure to screenshot the episode and let people know that you're listening. So let's jump into rules. So after you create content, right? What are the next steps that you're going to take to get it formatted, to get it distributed to as many people as possible? Have you mapped all of that out? Think about what the things are that you're doing over and over and over again. Those steps are things that you can write down, you can take note of. They are, you know, what a lot of people call SOPs or strategic operating procedures. All the big businesses have them. You as a content creator can design those as well. And the best thing is when you design something like that, you can pass them on to people to execute. And if you have multiple people working in your business or people come and go, they can follow the same steps and you're building consistency into your business. So what are your strategic operating procedures? Makes it sound complicated, but it can be very simple. Think about one thing that you do. Maybe it's how you create a social media post. And literally as you're doing it next time, write it down step-by-step, every step that you take. What did I do first, second, third, fourth, fifth? And as you're writing it, you'll start to see that there's a pattern to the things that you do. That's you writing out what your steps are and your strategic operating procedures. So as you go through that, think about that, but also think about how do you track these projects? How do you set priority tasks You have to get organized to make this work. That's what rules is all about. You have to get organized, set your steps up so that other people can do them. And so that you know that you're spending time on the things that you should be spending time on. Outline your steps. And then as you look at the steps you've outlined, as you get organized and set your priorities, you can then start to optimize your process. You can look week to week and say, where did I spend too much time? Did I waste time on things that weren't the number one thing I needed to do that day or that week? And you can start to optimize your process to get better and better at doing it. And then as you introduce other people into the system, they can add their thoughts and feedback too, to continue to make your processes better. As you do this, you're going to save tons of time because you're not reinventing the wheel every time. And along the way, you're also setting up templates. You're setting up all the little pieces that like, instead of creating from scratch, you can copy paste, or you have a very specific flow that helps you get things done quicker. Now, I've done this in my business. And also, even with the content I'm creating today, I've outlined like step-by-step, step, I always have a certain pattern I follow. What's my intro going to be? I have a, a process for how I come up with my, my topics, how I talk about them, how I outline them, and how I go through the story. You can do that too in your business. And when I started this whole season, I said, you know, this season is going to be about content marketing strategy, top to bottom. And the, the premise of it was that we need to design our content. We need to design the work that we do. And if you want to hear more about that, you can check out episode 121 at brandsonbrands.com forward slash 121 to hear the idea of what is content marketing strategy? How do you do it? But the premise is don't be random, like literally get out there and design your flow for every show, for every season, and also for your the actual work you do to get it out. And this part of the season we're talking about right now is distribution and, you know, this is why I wanted to get into this today. So rules is part one. Part two is tools, and part three is pool. So tools is our next step here. But before I move on to tools, I wanted to say if you are thinking about how can I get all this organized—is it Excel sheets? Is it you know something else? What do you you use? If you're ready for it, at first let's say just type it into a Word doc and go from there. But if you're ready for it, one there's lots of tools out there that are for project management that are simple to use, and one of them that is good for people who are just getting started and want something simple. Uh, it's something called ClickUp and it is a project management tool and it helps you organize your tasks and assign them and follow this process. And you can map it out there and you can also assign as you bring talent into your, your team, you can assign other people to do these jobs. And every week you can just follow the same flow and it'll help you move through your system. So there's a lot on that, but if you want to check that out, just go to brandsonbrands.com forward slash ClickUp That's C-L-I-C-K-U-P. That's ClickUp. And check it out and check it out for yourself. And that's rules for you. So the next part we mentioned was tools. So tools, tools obviously are the things that help us get work done. It can help us get work done faster, better, stronger, smarter, whatever that thing is more efficiently. But tools are there as a resource for us to get work done. And the problem with tools is that there's so many of them out there And they each have their own unique benefits. Now, it's usually, if there's something out there that you haven't found, then create it because that's a business, right? But it usually, for everything you get out there, you can simply Google a tool you're looking for. And most people will have something that you're looking for. I'd even say, talk to other people doing what you're doing. Talk to other content creators, talk to other podcasters and ask them, what do they use for a specific task? And they'll tell you. And what you'll usually find is that there's, certain tools that are better for small people, uh, small businesses versus large businesses. There's certain tools that are better for people starting versus people growing. And so you got to figure out what's the right fit for you. And that's the hardest part of this because it's not that some programs are necessarily better than others. It's more that they're better for you at a certain point for where you are at. So you got to find what fits your needs best. Now, you know, when I tried this for myself, I think one of the things that I ran into is, you know, I wanted to start putting out more content and in a more engaging way. And I said, you know, I want to create one of these audiograms that's, you know, turning this audio that you're hearing right now into animated video footage. And I wasn't recording video at the time. So I looked at these tools that would have let me create a graphic, throw a waveform into the graphic that's animated, that just played my voice and showed some copy that, you know, read out the words that I was saying. So there's plenty of programs that were actually out there to do that, that create these things called audiograms. And it's funny is I couldn't find it because I wrote audiogram and I couldn't find it, but I wrote audiogram podcast suddenly it started to pop up with all these tools. And then I had to go in and I had to research every single tool out there. There's, you know, five, six, seven of them ways to get this done. And it was kind of like Goldilocks, right? Some things were too hot. Some things were too cold. Some things were too hard. Some things were too simple. Uh, and I had to find one that was just right for me. And the one that I settled on, you know, like, wasn't the one that everyone else else was using. A lot of people are using something called Repurpose, which is great. Uh, it gets things done quickly, but it had very limited templates. So for me, I went and I found that there was one called Get Audiogram, and it actually allowed me to customize the audiograms in a more unique way that, you know, for me, I want to design a different one every time, and I want it to look interesting. So that one actually worked better for me. It allowed me a little more customization along the way, and it was actually pretty affordable. So if you guys are interested in that, you can go to brandsonbrands.com forward slash get audiogram to check that out. But my point is that it fit my needs for what I was specifically looking for at the time. And you can find something like that too for every stage of the process, whether it's your email system, there's huge ones and there's small ones, whether it's a, uh, a tool like get audiogram, or it is a tool for creating images like Canva, whatever it might be, you have lots of options out there. You just got to figure out and try the things and figure out what's right for you. And once you start using the tools, you'll see that there's things that work better for your business and you get somewhat familiar with them. And then as you write these processes down, like we talked about in the rules section, you can then pass these tools on to other people to do the work for you. And now they're working smarter and faster using your system, right? So that's the, the second piece. And now we've mentioned people a few times, right? That's the pools part of this. That's the third piece. That's pools of talent. And by the way, if you do want some tools, I talk about tools all the time now. If you go to episode 128, I actually mentioned 13 tools for content creators. And you can go check that out and listen to some of the things that I've been using. Uh, that's brandsonbrands.com forward slash 128. I'm trying to make it easy for you guys to find these things, but it'll all be in the show notes if you're if you lose track, right? Okay, so pools of talent. Obviously, when you get a chance to bring people into your business, it really steps up the amount of work you can get done. But that is a daunting task because first you know, off, you don't know who you should bring into your, your world and then you don't know what you should have them do or anything like that. So it becomes pretty intimidating. And then there's the expense of it, which I think holds a lot of people back as well. And you know, I've talked to some experts on this. I actually have an episode that just came out, episode 135 with Nation Hirsch, who built a virtual assistant business and sold it recently. And we talk about that in the episode. That's brandsonbrands.com/135. Check it out. We talk all about how to outsource, how to, you know, what is best tips for, for getting this done. But that's what you got to do. Instead of being intimidated by something, talk to the people who know how to do it, so you can figure out how to make it work for your business and where to start. Don't just sit there on Google all day. Like find the people that have done it and learn from them. Now, regarding pools of talent specifically, some tasks require manual actions. That's just The way of the world. There are things that a program just can't do, and many of those tasks can become huge distractions for a content creator. It can take hours sometimes to sit there and fix things that you shouldn't be fixing. And you need to figure out what you need help with, so that you're not wasting time doing those kinds of things. Not just what you need help with, but who should be helping you. You got to have someone who find that has those skills that match the job you're looking for. For example, with me. I needed someone to create written content, right? And when I started, I had an audio editor who was already listening to my show, go in and then write the show notes for me. Problem was the audio editor necessarily wasn't uh, a native English speaker to begin with. He's from another country because that's where a lot of great editors are. So the skill set for audio editing didn't necessarily translate to the skill set for writing show notes. It worked in terms of he was already listening to it, but it didn't work in terms of what I wanted in terms of the quality of the writing that was happening. I was looking for an actual editor, an actual blog editor, someone who knows how to write, someone who's been in the business of writing, and that is a native English speaker. So I had to actually look US based for someone like that. And that was me adjusting to my needs. And then I didn't switch to doing that until I realized, you know, I also want to have epic blogs that come out of my podcast. So when that part, came to realization. I said, okay, now I can move forward and hire the right person that for this job that can write my show notes, but also edit blogs and has the right skills that match the job appropriately. So that's what you've got to, you know, along your process, you along your, along your growth, you will figure out every step of the way, what is the new thing that I need in my business right now? And what are the skills for that job? Now, when I was talking to Nathan, which I mentioned on what you should outsource first Uh, You know, Nathan talked about, you know, that there's, there's many levels of skilled labor that you can get for freelancing and outsourcing. There's doers. There's the people that after you've learned how to do something, you teach them how to do it and they just replicate the work that you're telling them to do. They're good at taking orders, but it's on you to know what the steps are to take and know that you have to know the skills yourself to teach them. And those are usually things that are easier in your process That might include, you know, like filling out a template or form or something like that and just moving things along. This is your like starting level virtual assistant type stuff. You might have work that needs to be done that is like that. You might need something that's more specialized, like me getting an audio editor is a specialized task. I had to specifically hire an editor to do that that knew how to do it because I didn't know how to show them how to do it. They need to know how to do it themselves. I just needed to know enough about it to know what a good editor is doing so I can analyze who knows what they're doing, who doesn't, so I can hire the right person. So I had to learn enough about it to hire the right person, but they're the ones that actually have the skills. They're the specialists. And then the third type of person was experts. That wasn't a whole other deep dive, but if I need to learn from someone the strategy behind something, I can hire an expert, like a marketing expert or someone else to say, okay, I need someone to build a click funnel, what's the strategy or whatever the thing is, I need someone to run Facebook ads, what's the strategy? And then I can hand it off to the specialist after I build the strategy with the expert. So there's different levels. And obviously each level is a different kind of cost investment. But you have to figure out for you and your business, if you want to know what's first, figure out what you need to get rid of first in your business that's free, that'll free up your time where you're spending the most kind of wasted hours. All right. And those pools of talent don't have to be expensive. It could just be five hours a week on something or 10 hours a week on something that you don't want to do. All right. So. That's what I want to emphasize to you guys. There's these resources out there that'll do that. And when I actually, when I was talking to Nathan, he actually built a program to help coach people on outsourcing to learn how, if this is intimidating for you, if you want to learn how to outsource appropriately and work with freelancers and build a big team, he has actually had like 35 VAs working for him at one time within this company, uh, all outsourced. And, uh, he's got a program called uh, out there called outsource school. If you want to check that out, that's brandsonbrandscom forward slash outsource school. And, uh, you can, you can learn. You can take his course on how to get that done. And if you like it, let me know how it goes. I, you know, I'm hoping that this works out for some people and helps them take that step. I've finally, myself, in the past year, reached out and brought other people into my business to handle these kinds of different tasks. And I'm doing it more and more often because I realize that you know my time is better spent creating content and coaching people. That's, those are my skills. So that's what I like to spend my time on. If you guys are out there doing the same thing, If you know, if you're the creator, great, create. If you're the coach, great, coach, but try not to get bogged down with these other skills that, you know, are not the thing that you want to be doing for the rest of your life. So that's my system. That's my setup. If you want to create a content distribution system, rules, tools and pools uh, is the way to go. If you want to get back to doing what you do best and save time with the rest of the stuff that you shouldn't be doing, create a content distribution process like we talked about today. Early on, figure out the infrastructure you need to be more effective. Set up your rules, your tools, and your pools of talent. Outline the steps you'll take as rules. Choose the best tools that will be the resources for your business. And find the pools of talent that are going to support you and get the work done. That's my message to you today. If you take action on this, I'd love to hear it. If you enjoyed the show, I'd love to hear it. Take a screen grab of today's episode and tag me on Instagram at Brandon Berkmeyer and I will respond and comment to you. I appreciate your guys' attention today. I don't take it for granted. If you guys can tackle little items each day and move forward, I know you'll make some progress in your business. I hope these tactics that we shared today were helpful. And as always, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening and I will catch you next time.